Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. We're back again. Howdy uh, doody. Howdy howdy. We're post New Year's and it feels like we're back on the terrace. Uh, that's true. It does. And I totally forgot about the terrace. I know. And I kind of realized that right at the end of the last time we were chatting. Yeah. Just that, uh, you know, the days are getting a little longer and it's about time to spend some more time on the uh, friendly terrace. Yeah. I don't actually have a terrace anymore. I'm... Uh, in a basement room right now <laughs> so but uh in the future i might kind of have a terrace again we'll see we'll see how that goes i mean in a way the terrace is always always in your heart you know that's true that's that's where the terrace lives the is, terrace was uh, and is, is still in, our in meta yes. and in your heart <laughs> well so after um after a new year's episode it's kind of funny we uh, the i, I kept kept getting into like slowing down as the thing for the new years. And I remember as we were putting that show together, looking back on last year and being like, Oh, that was last year's too. Well, I guess I'm still doing the thing. Right. Um, but then after that show, and as I was writing through some other work, I realized that what this year actually is f- about for me is not just slowing down, but um, embracing the process of, getting where I'm going as in like it experiencing the the joy of the path that I'm walking on rather than trying to get where I'm going right if that makes sense so it does I'm, I think that I, I, I want to hear more what you want to say I, I the idea of slowing down is different than kind of embracing the process you know, there's there's a method of just sort of cleansing and and getting rid of some clutter in our lives. Right. And well, there's a method of carrying on and, and improving from that sort of mm-hmm. point, I guess. Yeah, and I think that um, the slowing down part for me is the important first step. Like, I can't really embrace the process without sl- first slowing down. But then once I slowed down, it revealed to me something new, which is now what I kind of want to get into. But before we do that, <laughs> <laughs> um, last time we didn't really talk about our coffee at all. So I figured this time we probably should. Yes. What you got coffee. in your mug, Jesse? Uh, we have a delicious new El Salvador now conduit. And I am really enjoying it. It's the El Salvador La Majada. Is that the same one that's in the Winter Lake? Well. Or is it different? I mean, proprietary reasons, I'm going to say it's different. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it is, it is the same. Okay. You know, I mean, that's that's the fun thing about blends is just kind of finding some good coffees that work together, but also, you know, you blend them because they offer their own individual pieces, you know, their own their own liveliness to, to the blend. And so independently they should also be delicious right um but yes well, the el salvador's i have the very same smooth. in my mug so oh yes i should <laughs> i almost use that same mug too yes the uh <clears throat> i use it more for tea this little mug yes no, i use good. it for tea that's my evening licorice tea mug um so anyways cheers joseph yeah cheers indeed so a little bit of a sidebar but on mugs so <laughs> i have these well, I'll take a cycle. picture. I'll take a picture of both. But I have these um, handmade mugs. The thistle ones I had made for my wedding, for uh, my groomsmen, which Jesse was one of. The original, 
is here. Hmm. It's a dogwood version, a slightly different shape, but I mean, they're handmade, so they're going to be different. But um, when Lydia and I had a vacation some, well, year and a half before we got married, which is when I proposed to her, it was near Packwood. It was like we rented a cabin in the winter. It was in December. And um, then we went into town and there was a, pottery maker there and they had these so we got a pair of these dogwood mugs this particular one um i kind of obsess about the shape of my mugs Mm -hmm. we've talked about that before i I, some of my favorite topics are talking about the mugs (laughs) i my um ever since i got that that mug set which i think was stolen when my office was broken into i haven't been able to find it in a long time somebody there (laughs) <laughs> with their fingers up drinking out of the different danish cup design yeah <laughs> so Ooh, like i noticed this <laughs> variety of mug shapes but yeah, I, the the shape of your mug like has an impact on how your coffee tastes and i find i enjoy or coffee liquor. Yeah. mostly out of this spe- specific shape of mug that or little kind of uh like kind of short glass, sort of fat. i guess i would call it it's 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 rounded at the bottom and then it kind of tulip slightly up at the top yep. um i can see it really well thank you for sharing yeah. with me yeah well that'll, that'll be in the show notes <laughs> pictures anyway so it's like a good like 10 11 ounce beautiful handmade sort of tulip shaped but bulbous teacup bulbous um, bulbous. <laughs> bulbous yeah it's a very very comfortable mug i actually use mine yeah almost every evening that i'm chilling yeah Anyways, um, so that's what we and got. And it's wide enough to fit an AeroPress. Um, that's true. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want some of that El Salvador, I'll link to that in the show notes too. That's we have so many coffee. delicious coffees at Conduit right now. We got a new yeah. website up. Oh, yep. Uh, we got some bright colors on there. We're working on a new logo, bag printing. Hopefully it will come soon. So many loose ends. And it all starts with embracing the process. Yes. <laughs> picking one component and... You know, simplifying the demands down to just what you can get done and, and doing it well and that's right. You know, creating a strong foundation for whatever this year is gonna bring us. Yeah. So um do you wanna talk to us about your process and how that's been for where you've gotten, how you view process and that kind of thing? Well, I've actually been thinking about it a lot since you and I were discussing it. Um because it's kind of a difficult thing to articulate and the world's really changing a lot. You know, it has changed a lot. And, and I feel that this last year, especially over the summer, um, I put a lot of, I don't know, kind of desk work, computer stuff aside and really spent a lot of time outside, went backpacking a bunch and really just try to get away from the routine of the stress relating to a small business, you know, and just kind of focusing on just basic work and not, not adding too much in, in that sort of demand. Um, and that was a goal. I mean, you and I had basically, you know, the same goal with, you know, doing different things, but same goal as far as slowing down and not, not beating ourselves with the podcast, not beating ourselves with, you know, reconciling bank accounts or anything. Um, and now, you know, the, I think, uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic and things are basically coming back to normal and everybody's excited for the future that, um, I feel rested almost from taking it slow last year and ready to um, just 
kind of grab it and go go for you know having a lot of fun but getting a lot of good stuff done both business wise and personal hobbies and um i don't know maybe it's just the new year's mm-hmm. talking <laughs> <laughs> it is maybe a- it's just january but uh i feel like i have a new appreciation for um time and personal personal time and personal space and and balancing that with work and if it doesn't balance then i won't do it anymore you know um and coming from that is that we have this great team at conduit that i'm super excited about that are sort of taking the reins and they have a lot of youthful energy and are really pumped about the brand and carrying it forward and that's such a relief Mm -hmm. so um yeah that's that's my summary after talking to you last time (laughs) yeah and the caffeine talking um a lot of thoughts there. Um, the new year does like, does, does have this energy about it for sure. But, um, yeah, I feel personally, I, I, I feel this, I, I don't know. I, I, I had this revelation, I guess, about what the process has meant to me because I, I feel like it's the kind of thing that I always thought about, but never really digested in this way. Like if I look back on all the work that I did with the magazine, um, there was definitely a process that I went through, but I was not, like I was always chasing something. I, I was always like, here's where I'm trying to go. Here's what I'm going to try to make happen. Here's like the the effort that I'm like going to put into this and and never was I or rarely like some sometimes I would have clarity on this um but not not in a way that I was totally conscious of what I was doing but th- this this idea of being like okay well hold on what actually like really matters here what what do I what do I really care about in life and like you were just talking about it this like uh okay I'm going to I'm going to live a life where I'm actually happy and I like doing the work that I do and I'm not going to do things that I like that work against that. Um, I have a vision for, I'm, I'm speaking for you right now. So <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I have a vision I'm, I'm for where notes. I want conduit to be. <laughs> um, what's the next best thing that I can do? Okay. Let's start doing that. Yeah. And however long it takes is however long it takes. And that, I think that's the part for me that has shifted where I, like, I see a vision for what I want in terms of my business and my life. Um, Like in terms of my copywriting business, I set out this goal a little over a year now, a three-year goal of making a certain amount of money and working a certain amount of hours. And at the time I set that out, I was, I was still in this other mindset of, um, okay, here's, here's how you, here's how you can approach, um, an online business. All I got to do is, is find the right people to pay me the right amount. I can put together these offers. Um, you know, I can run some ads, uh, have a number of conversations and I'll get you know, I'll be able to put as, the, the amount of offers I need to and the right amount of people, and then I'll be able to get to that amount of money. And what I've discovered is that that is the that is the mindset of like chasing after the thing. 
Whereas what I now have embraced is, okay, I have this goal. Let me get super clear about where I'm at right now. With what I have in front of me, is there a path towards that? What can I do today and tomorrow and this week and this month to move me closer in that direction? Not necessarily trying to make it happen, but just doing the thing that gets me closer to it. And that to me is the process. And since I've embraced that, I, uh, like one of my clients, uh, has turned from, uh, like it, it started off, um, year, almost a year and a half ago with a random encounter on some marketing Facebook group that turned into a little project that turned into another little project and so on and so on. And we were very close last week to uh, essentially signing an equity deal for a percentage on their business, like their entire business. Um, And we actually like decided to slow down and put some more pieces together. And I'm like, that's the first time where I've been like, no, I'm not going to, not going to make that happen right now. We're going to go slower. We're going to do less because if we is, cause I can see now, if I, if I go through that process, if I work through it, the pieces will make even more sense. It'll be a better deal for everyone involved in the long run. If I right. don't force it to happen, which has been a fascinating experience to me to, to look at it that way. I mean, that's, uh, that's that kind of methodical approach. I think that, you know, is, is, is what creates a really quality product and creates quality relationships and, and saves a lot of time. Um, it's, uh, you know, being able to, to think about all those pieces and how they relate to the big picture and not, not going after, you know, one strand or one emotional, you know, response you know, one day to the next, uh, that's tough. It's tough when you're busy and you got a lot of different loose ends out there, you know, to stay focused and, um, you know, everything's going to have an up and down when you're working on a project, there's going to be, you know, even if it's all positive, there's going to be lulls and there's going to be slow times and busy times. Um, and you know, being able to acknowledge those as all components of that process, you know, leading to a big thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm just thinking about what you're saying and then, mm-hmm. then about this project that we have for, you know, consulting for a cafe opening. Um, oh, yeah. And we'll get into more of that as it becomes more real. Mm-hmm. The future, I know. Um, but, you know, these clients, they, they don't have a lot of the of the big picture in their mind. They have a vision based on, you know, their experiences going into other businesses but not at all about how it is to run one or the design or, you know, they never thought about the actual space you need between the counter and, and the back counter uh, to have a couple people move around. And so just consulting on all that and just being patient with that because, you know, it's all new information. So you have to wait for them to, to also realize those, those individual components. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's that, it's that old adage, the forest, seeing the forest for the trees. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, in our respective businesses and coffee looking back and, and yours in the, in the magazine, when you're in the thick of it and you're just going this, like just trying to get the stuff done and out the door, um, it's really difficult to step back and, and, <laughs> and just be patient with those components in the process. Right. Well, especially so. if you feel like you're, 
supposed to be moving faster or being more effective than you are. Like I struggled with that for a long time of, of thinking that, um, you know, if all I had to do was put together the, the right funnel, if I put together the right funnel, then business would, would like hockey stick, right? That kind of, it's, there's an interesting, um, interesting thing with the way that our brains work is that we're, we're very, very, very bad at, at understanding the, how the long term pans out. Like if we, this, this is almost, this is almost easier to, for me to explain in terms of, of crypto, because it's like a visceral experience <laughs> of this. But, um, so a lot, a lot of people got really obsessed with crypto in the last two years. Like Bitcoin was going up and up and up. And mostly just like, Tom oh Brady. my gosh, I'm going to be millionaires. And so what happens is you see this, like you see this chart of like money going up and this happens in the stock market too. Um, and crypto's in a weird little fantasy world and it's happening so fast that it, it gets all over. Right. Well, so what happens is it'll be like going up a, a bit and our brains will see it going up and we'll just project a straight line into infinity off into like billions of dollars. Like that's how our brains work. And it works the inverse too. As soon as it starts going down, we're like, oh my gosh, it's going straight into the floor. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not actually how it works. But you have to have a completely different approach for the whole thing to work out for you either way. Right. Um, so like, I lost track of my train of thought there. Um, but just being, a, being able to look at the, like the stock market, for instance, and just being like, look, it goes up and down all the time you know, and not panicking when it, you know, not having the anxiety, whether mm -hmm. it goes up or down. Well, but so yeah, for, and bringing it back to business. So like, I would have this perspective with the magazine of like, okay, I put together this funnel and this ad set, and now things are just going to go up. Right. And not counting for the fact that, that through the entire process, if there's going to be some up, there's going to be some down. And I can't control a lot of that, but if I keep building gradually, if I focus on what I do now, which is raising the floor, I focus on lower lows. I focus on like not having a worse month, but not trying to be better than my best month, as we've talked about before. Right. Um, over time, that builds on itself and you just get slowly better and better. But you have to, or I have to, like, let go of um, the monkey brain that wants to, like, <laughs> wants to just see things keep going up, wants to, like, yep. feel like the thing I do today is growing my business today. Like It's the... The two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, you, know, you got to I mean, remember that that's still going forward, even though you're taking a step right, back. Right, exactly. Yeah, because a lot of the times, and that's the challenging part. The part that's to me is like, okay, if I embrace this as the, if I embrace this for the joy of it, like that part where I do work in a day and it doesn't feel like I'm going anywhere. Like that's honestly part of like, I think why I stepped away from, or like started just leaning away from the podcast or not feeling like amazing about it is this like this podcast never made us a lot of money right we just always kind of did it for the joy of it you don't but, even have to say a lot of money this podcast <laughs> never made us money, money. I mean, it, it's true. got us some equipment no, it got us some, equipment. some friends on paid Patreon. for the hosting for a little bit Thanks, uh, Dad. Right? but yes <laughs> just because patreons aren't to figure out 
Um, <laughs> but so when I but when I had the magazine, I was like, oh, I can leverage this. Yeah, this can be a part of the whole thing, and this will contribute. And there's some truth to that. But I I was I was wrapped in this perspective of, of the that time and effort I put into this now is benefiting me like right now it's like it's that straight line right um talking about coffee here has nothing to do with my business but i know that the process of going through this because i now understand talking about coffee barely has anything to do with my business (laughs) honestly like it's it's (laughs) it's true i mean it's like we've talked about before it's it's you know it's the tribe it's not necessarily the product it's right it's the branding it's the (laughs) you know, the coffee's just a fun thing that comes with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do know that going through this is part of the whole picture. Well, and it's like, it's just fun. I mean, as long as, as long as it's fun, that's back to like, what's really important, right? Well, what's important as far as this goes is that we just have the joy of doing it. Right. And whatever well, comes that's, that's of it. That's one thing that I've, you know, and, you know, I'll call it a New Year's resolution. It it happens often this time of year, partly because the holidays are just a f- couple weeks of drunken parties and a lot of food and not a lot of you know downtime to relax. And, mm-hmm. and um, but I've been trying to read a lot more this fall and this winter, and trying to write more and just you know keep the TV off. And you know, if I have my computer open with some documents, then I tend to be poking at them more, even if I'm just you know, recreationally using my computer overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, the podcast has started that is just this academic, it's just a good routine for our brains and for, you know, articulating ideas and getting out there. And it's always fun then when, a you know, a listener or a friend of mine that listens to the podcast says something about it because mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, there are people that, that, that actually do listen to the podcast and, uh, you know, it's fun and it's, it's fun to just, you know, get our very, very unique ideas out there yeah. to the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, um, well, and, and having a partner, it's like, you're kind of like a workout partner for me. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Partner. It's true. like, no, we're going to do this together. And you know, if I, I don't know, I was kind of busy this morning. I probably wouldn't have sat down and recorded a podcast because there's a million other things to be doing. No, exactly. I've had a very long you're list. there and getting that text. It's like, <laughs> all right, we're on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, this year, um, I said the New Year's thing was slowing down, but really the New Year's thing for me is loving the process. And I'm just curious, and I've started looking at this in, in a number of different areas. Um, I'm just curious to see what embracing the process, where the process will take me by the end of the year. I'm just curious to, to not not to like reach a goal, but just to observe and see... Um, there's this, there's this interesting, uh, analogy that, um, one of my, I've learned from one of my mentors, he talks about it this way. Um, just quick story to, to illustrate the analogy. So, uh, imagine, um, imagine you and your neighbor are both wanting to grow trees and your neighbor is like, I'm going to grow the tallest tree in the entire neighborhood. And so he's like focused on growing the taller, tallest tree in the entire neighborhood. And you're like, I'm just gonna um, love being obsessed with growing trees. <laughs> and so you both set out on your work. 
And the entire time he's like, okay, got to grow the tallest tree. I got to grow the tallest tree. Do I have the tallest tree yet? I don't. Okay. I'm going to grow the tallest tree. And you're like, hmm, let's see what, uh, let me think about the soil and the type of trees and, oh, where's it going to go on my land? And, oh yes, uh, really enjoying, you know, the, the process of doing this. Like I'm just yeah. loving getting like the better bonsai at growing tree trees. The Christmas tree. And so like years later, when you guys have tall trees, he may have like long given up because he spent the entire time failing at having the tallest tree. Because as long as he's focused on the outcome as what's important, as long as he doesn't have that outcome, he's failing. Whereas you, who focused on just enjoying getting better at growing trees, are constantly like succeeding and doing well and enjoying what you're doing. Because what matters to you is getting better at what you're doing, not having the tallest tree. But the outcome is you end up with the tallest tree anyway. Kind of, yeah, probably. And that's it's but like even if you don't, it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> it's like focusing on the on the you know different metrics for success. Mm-hmm. You know, one metric is just having the, I don't know, most volume of coffee roasted, for an unrelated suggestion. You know, another one is small but uh, you know, more quality coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you know, and that's different ways to think about the the you know, being content with your business or, you know, accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that um, adjusting the perspective of your goals and of what's important ends up making a, a massive dis- difference in the long run. Like if I had with my magazine been obsessed with, like if the thing that mattered to me most was just getting better at helping people have better experiences and understand the world of coffee better. Like if that's what mattered to me and that's what I was aiming after, like it did matter to me, but it wasn't like the thing I was focused on. But if I was focused on getting better at doing that, I think I would probably still be doing the magazine, maybe in a different capacity. Maybe I wouldn't have like been so, cause I, I, I was like, this is the thing I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to make a living. Like if that, if I wasn't focused on that, but focused on, the, the core thing that like really mattered in the business, how differently would it have turned out? Would I have like burnt out? Because I kept trying to like make more money so that I could keep doing the thing. Well, I, you yeah, know? you burn out. I mean, right. that's, I guess I haven't thought about it that way, but that's exactly what happened, you know, has been happening with me and, and mm-hmm. my small business is trying to, I mean, especially pre-pandemic you know mm-hmm. there's so much stress in trying to keep up with all that growth that happened in the the coffee industry in seattle and like yeah 10 to 2018 and the city itself um i mean it's hard when and, you're in the business because you have well there are certain things you need to meet to keep the business going and there are like there's, there's certain things you really want to do with the business but it's also like there's what also really this, mattered with conduit well, there's this competitiveness, yeah, you right. know, and there's this, this, I mean, it's, there's a fear of missing out, but there's also like a real estate agent. Like if you don't keep selling your houses, then you're out of the circles. You know, if you don't keep posting on social media, then you're mm-hmm. out of the algorithms Yeah, and you got to keep up on all of that in order to keep selling more coffee because you won't make ends meet and, 
and you can't hire more people and you won't ever get to that next level until you get to this volume. Yeah. You can't lower your prices per pound until you get to a higher volume of coffee, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to compete with those other larger companies. And it all just kind of cascades into this constant drive for a metric that actually you never was really, that important to me. Right. I mean, it's important really on a spreadsheet. It's yeah. how the math and the logic works because there's pounds of coffee roasted and dollars of mm-hmm. sold, you know, per pound. And, um, but that acted like blinders in a lot of ways for a more collaborative approach that um, turns out actually makes us a little bit more money with 90% less stress because all of that's shared. It's not just a business owner, you know, a couple small crew that's trying to manage everything that, you know, being a mm. collaborative approach and offering our services in that collaborative sense, we, we are you know, alleviating our sense, our, our responsibility and our inherent stress that goes with other people's projects. Because that's what small wholesale coffee is, is selling coffee to other people's small business projects. And small business owners, myself included, are crazy and they're paying the ass to work with and they're always <laughs> broke and they never pay their bills on time and it's terrible. And yeah. so it's like, it's, it's like, a, it's, you know, you end up in this paradox of like wanting to help everybody, but depending on all, all their money and all their cash flow, and then it just ends up being volunteered time. Yeah. And that's where that work-life balance and focusing on the wrong metric, you know, you end up just kind of burned out, like you said, yeah. instead of, you know, hopefully just focusing on what is more enjoyable. And, you know, frankly, if that doesn't work for the business, then you either burn out, you succeed in what's more enjoyable, or the business doesn't succeed, Yeah, which is okay, too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a tough thing to embrace as well. Like, I think... If, if I were to go back and do things over again, the way I, way I see and understand things now, I would have, well, for one, slowed down. Um, I would have shifted gears much sooner because like the, the, the thing that I identified years ago and it still rings true is I was, I was choking the business to death with my need to make a certain amount of money to live. And what I really should have done is found a way, like the copywriting, if I had embraced that, like that process sooner, like I needed to find a way to make what I needed for a living in different ways. And then the business could have just focused on what mattered, what, what mattered to me with it, what mattered to it with it, which was the people. And then, and then, you know, maybe to slow down, they probably reduced the amount of publishing would have gone much slower, but it would probably still be going like a small thing, but it could still be living and breathing, having yep. the potential for something, something else. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, this is, this is why I haven't like, why, why I call it, it's like in hibernation or on hiatus or whatever. I haven't like completely shut it down. The website's still up there. There's still issues you can go read. Yeah, um, I actually still have. Well, your body, your like, body of work is still there, and it's yeah. still quality. I get know? like one or two people a month who come to the website and subscribe just to read the back issues. Yeah, so a subscribe. It's like a one-time payment now. You get access to the back issues. Um, so it's it's fascinating to see that that like since I've just let what exists run, it, like without trying to force anything to it, people still come to it. People still interact with it. People are still moved and motivated to connect with it. Like it, it feels a little sad because I don't 
I can't put the energy in in it to like cultivate that further, yeah. but um, it does give me this this ability to see just that. Like I I was I was focused on making the tallest tree and not like focused on making myself better at growing trees or enjoying that process of growing trees or whatever. So. Yeah, this year is about enjoying the process of growing trees. <laughs> exactly. Growing some trees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's great. I think that um, I think that we're on to a lot. Yeah. I think that um, I was going to say that there's, I was reading an article recently on, on kind of a resurgence of people getting into blogs mm. and that sort of, that sort of, uh, read, reading more stuff on their phones, mm-hmm. reading more print that's not just regular news on their phones and that that's a resurgence in paying for, you know, paying small amounts to sub, to subscribe to authors, um, yeah. to support them. And, you know, Patreon, we've seen that with Patreon and ourselves and also who we subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of other websites starting to do that. And I've, I've been working a little bit with Substack. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, they have a cool platform where you can just choose to, make certain articles paid or not paid subscribe, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Um, no, yeah. I like pointing people to Substack. That's a good way to, to publish and, you know, people can subscribe by, by well, email found, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I have the app on my phone. It's just, it's a really great re- way to read it. And a couple of the, uh, newsletters I subscribe to in my email, mm-hmm. um, are actually on Substack. So now okay. they're just included in that and I'm reading them more, um, mm-hmm because they're on that that feed yeah anyways point being is that is that uh there's definitely gonna there's a there's an appreciation for this kind of work and time spent and mm-hmm. i think we're gonna see that more um yep i'm sure and, we'll talk about it more because for me this is a the the process is a process of realizing more and more about the process <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like growing trees Growing trees. That's what so, we're doing now. Yeah. Growing trees. Which is prescient because I'm about to have a brand new tree here. Oh, you're putting and roots down. Yes. We have a, a little my seedling. My boy is going to be born in the next two or three weeks. Yes. So enjoying the process of growing <laughs> that tree rather than <laughs> focusing on, you know, what so I So we'll have another episode in 18 years. Um <laughs> Well, so we're it's recording this one. We're going to record another episode right after this one. By the way, if um, we haven't talked about it at all on this show, but this episode is slightly AI driven. We're going to get into that in the next episode. If you'd like to hear our shenanigans, um, that's going to be a little less directed, more loosey goosey one, but it'll be fun. Yep. That's what we're here for. Yep. All right. Well, awkward. Sayonara. Ending. what huh huh no okay all right thank you all for listening um if you'd like to share your thoughts on process and what that means to you did you did you have a feeling about what we were talking about this episode go to coffee lovers radio drop a comment let us know like to hear from you please 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 yeah all right cheers everyone cheers ceramic I'm like, do I want to knock these together? I don't know. And they're broken. (laughs) All right, I'm going to stop this.